It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coach Harris and I met five years ago, and we were in a pool. Don't ask why. And I remember thinking, I like that guy. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host every single day, Zach Blackerby. And today we have a fun special guest, Brian Stoltz, managing editor with uh, the Auburn Wire, part of USA Today's coverage on all things Auburn Tigers. Brian, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the time as, as always. So yeah, man, you, uh, you know, you and I kind of chatted a little bit after, uh, after something that you posted on Saturday really started a lot of conversation. Uh, yeah, I missed a little word in there. Uh, talking about Sean Shivers yeah. and, uh, I didn't realize it for like four, four or five hours. I saw where, uh, Shivers and Schwartz were talking about it and Anthony Schwartz were tweeting about it. I had no idea what they were talking about. And then somebody finally looked back at me. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe I just did that. I mean, obviously, I've watched Shivers run like a maniac through people. And, you know, despite his small size, he takes on anybody and everyone. And I never meant to say that he was afraid of contact. Sure. Not in one not in one sec would I think that that guy is afraid of contact, especially the way he won the Iron Bowl in 2019. And... uh had to put out a tweet, you know, things happen, you know, I'm mostly my own editor and uh, sometimes, you know, miss a word every now and then and finally realized it and kind of felt bad. But, uh, you know, uh, I think I got it corrected and sent some messages back to Shivers and his mother who uh, kind of called me out and, <laughs> uh, and uh, tried to get it straight. So, sure. yeah, it was, it, was, it was an interesting Saturday. It was more uh, busy than I thought it might be. Yeah, yeah, we were we were driving back from uh from Birmingham. We went to see some friends, and and I'm kind of you know scrolling through Twitter, and I'm like, what is going on here? And nobody like really linked it or anything. It took me a while to figure yeah. out what exactly people were talking about. I'm like, okay, and, you know, and a, pe- a few people mentioned you, and I I went to to the Auburn Wire's website, and I'm like, is it in the depth chart piece? Like, wh- yeah. And then I like I had to scroll down. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, there we go. So I imagine that uh, I imagine that article did well. <laughs> I, it really did well. Uh, it, <laughs> thanks to everyone for linking it to uh, linking to it. But uh, you know, uh, like I said, uh, it was kind of disappointing to see some people that I you know know call me out and not kind of let me know about it. Uh, some people yeah. I used to work with and stuff like that. But uh, you know, it's how it goes, and I understand that. And you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's my fault that I didn't find it and didn't catch it on time. And you know, I want to apologize to Shivers and everyone who uh, thinks I was. Uh, dissing him in no way would I mean that and somebody sent me a tweet saying you might have cost him millions of dollars I'm like I don't know about that but uh, I don't think so I don't think you really cost <laughs> no. him anything but um no but uh it was it was an interesting day and uh you know it'll be interesting to see him you know him and Tank in the backfield again this year because I think there they'll be dynamic sure so in that depth chart piece um you know it, it's so interesting and, and we do this every year and I guess this is kind of part of just having an established quarterback at the position, mm-hmm. but a lot of talk about the backup quarterback. And mm-hmm. I, I'm in the Grant Loy camp, not the D. Davis this year camp. You had D. Davis as your number two quarterback. That that surprised me. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about that. 
I just think when he gets four snaps under his belt and uh, experience with Paul Camp, I think he has all the ability to uh, come out. I mean, Grant Lloyd, all respect to him, but, you know, uh, I think uh, Demetrius or Davis is going to be, uh, you know, the backup quarterback that, you know, Harson kind of looks after or looks on and tries to mentor. And, you know, in case, you know, heaven forbid Knicks gets hurt, but, you know, right. I think he would be the best option uh, just because of his talent, his shiftiness. And, it, and he, during A-Day, he showed off a great arm and, you know, the ability to escape the pocket, which is needed uh, a lot of times with this offense. And mm-hmm. um, I think he had the better best ability to get that job done. So what did you think of Harson's first spring as a whole? I mean, were there any guys you kind of walk away from this spring saying, okay, maybe this guy is going to be more impressive this season than we thought, or maybe he's going to play more than we thought? Did anybody like that stand out to you? I mean, I think what stood out to me was the defense. Uh, yeah. I mean, the defensive line still has a lot of work. But in the secondary and linebacker, they're loaded. I mean, they have that uh, incoming uh, West Virginia transfer who uh, should make an immediate impact. They have Smoke Monday back. Mm-hmm. So all these guys that have a lot of experience. And, you know, with Derek Mason at the helm, uh, and, you know, we might actually have a defense coordinator that talks to the head coach this year, so that might be a good thing. <laughs> and uh, uh, not a shot at anybody right there, but sure, uh, no, not at all. Yeah, no, um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think Gary Mason with his experience in the SEC and his ability to build these defenses that he had at Stanford and Vanderbilt, I think you know the sky's the limit for this, and it will depend on Bo Nix, like uh, and the offensive line to get something done. Uh, so it won't be like 2019 where the defense keeps them in the games and the offense just can't get it done. Right, right. And it's kind of interesting because it's it's not like Auburn has had bad defenses over the last four or five years, but for some reason, it just feels different this year. And, and I don't know if it's just the newness or the new face leading the way or, you know, different leadership and just the depth, uh, you know, in the at the second and third level. I don't really know what it is, but it feels different. You know what I mean? It does. I mean, it, it, I think there's a new energy. I mean, yeah. Malzahn for all the good he did and Kevin Still for all the great he did with the defense, with Derrick Brown and stuff like that. There's a new energy with guys, especially with Derrick Mason, who is dynamic on the on the uh, sideline. And, you know, he'll get in people's faces, get in people's faces and celebrate and do all that. And, you know, Kevin Still did some of that, but it's just the, I think it's the freshness of a new start. I mean, a new start is always good for everyone sometimes and that, I think that's what Auburn needed. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Brian, you mentioned the defensive line still probably needs some work and, and I agree with you. I think there's a lot of questions that still need to be answered uh, especially in the middle. I think the edge guys are going to be interesting. I don't know who really emerges quite yet, but where certain guys are going to be is going to be a fun conversation to have all summer. Yeah. Um, but right now, I mean, what what do you kind of see as the status of, you know, those guys rotating in right now? I think Gary Cole is going to be a monster for Auburn this year. Uh, I just, I think his talent and uh, his size has gotten bigger and stuff like that. And you know, he's gotten better and he's got more experience now. And I mean, man, uh, he might be the next, I won't say Derek Brown, but he might be the next Marlon Davidson for this defense. And, you know, you have, who's the other guy? Jay Hardy. Right. Um, that you have uh, who um, came up big sometimes last year and 
You know, just they need to get that pressure that they had in 2019 that they didn't have last year. Because last year, I mean, my God, the quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks had all day in the world, and they were just getting pushed around. And, you know, I don't know if it was because of lack of experience or lack of hustle or, you know, you can't really tell. You really never know the reason. But, you know, you just got to get back to that Auburn mentality of we got to get the quarterback and we're going to make him life or him miserable. Sure, absolutely. We're joined this morning uh, by Brian Stoltz, managing editor at the Auburn Wire, part of USA Today. We uh, continue our conversation in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by the best tasting protein bar ever, Built Bar. The protein bar that looks and tastes like a candy bar. All the bars are covered 100% in chocolate, and they are soft and easy to chew. Got an email if you were into the uh, the chocolate coconut chunk. Uh my wife is texting me, making fun of me outside the door because I'm talking about Built Bars, but they're very good. They're delicious, and she loves Built Bars. She takes all of mine. So all these bars, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, they are delicious. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15 for 15% off. That's at BuiltBar.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Brian, give us uh, give us an update of things happening at the Auburn Wire. Uh, always got fresh content, primarily uh, football and, and basketball. What can folks expect kind of over this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I have a, a series coming out that I started two weeks ago. With, uh, it's called Talking with the Keo Spikes. And I spent about an hour and a half uh, in a Zoom call or a Skype call with him. And we talked about his recruiting at Auburn, his high school experience. Um, tomorrow I have a story about how he was shocked. I mean, he was completely shocked uh, at the at the NFL draft in 1998 when the Atlanta Falcons passed on him, and how he kind of used that as a personal statement or a personal motivation not to be a buff. And because uh, he was picked with his very next pick by the Cincinnati Bengals, he said, "Every time I played Atlanta on the field, I wanted to take a personal." So, uh, you know, I had that series coming out. There's about I've already uh, published two. Last week was about his uh, thoughts about Brian Harkin, which were very interesting in talking about how, you know, I, he didn't think the hire would keep Nick Saban and the Kirby Smart up at night because you brought in an outsider and, interesting. you know, he doesn't really know the SEC and how can he recruit these players when he doesn't really know the area. Uh, but, yeah, I have uh, that coming out. You know, we're always going to look at depth charts and uh, incoming transfers and recruiting is so big for us. And right. uh, as far as basketball, there's been so many, so many incoming transfers and outgoing transfers that's hard, kind of some, sometimes are hard to keep up. And the lineup's going to look brand new uh, next year. But I'm excited about the basketball team. I think that Walker Kessler kid from North Carolina is going to be a big, big uh, thing at Auburn. Yeah. Uh, Former five star recruit. Um, you know, a couple guards in, uh, Zeb Jasper and. Uh, Will Green and Desi Seals. I think they'll be immediately uh, immediate uh, producers, and we shall see. Uh, but besides that, you know, during the summer, we're just going to look at 
East player on their own. He's producing stuff for football. I'm trying to think uh, what Bo Nix and, you know, what kind of receivers we're going to have. I mean, who knows besides maybe Elijah Cannon who's going to be starting on the receiving core because, you know, some didn't play in the spring game and some are, are a little nicked up. But And there's a lot, there's really a lack of experience there. But uh, other things, you know, we're just going to keep it, keep it normal. Luckily, it's not like last summer where everything shut down. Thank uh, goodness. We had to go a little crazy with the, um, you know, uh, what we wrote about and stuff like that, which was fun at times. But, um, you know, in this week, you know, we'll have NFL draft uh, coverage coming up and we'll see how those uh, former Tigers kind of where they go and right. how they'll fit in with their uh, new team. Sure, sure. I want to go back to, to Keo Spikes uh, sounding a little skeptical of the uh, yeah. of the Brian Harson hire. So uh, he didn't like the idea that it was a guy that really had no ties to the SEC. Was that kind of the, the basis of his logic there? Yeah, that was the basis of his logic. He said, hey, you know, I'm an Auburn man and I always support whoever and whenever. But he said... Why would you go outside of when you're trying to make a big splash hire? Why would you go outside of somebody who knows the conference, knows the southeast, um, and how, how will he relate to people down here? Um, you know, it, it's an interesting, you know, opinion. I kind of agree with it. I mean, it kind of came out of left field. I mean, no one his name wasn't mentioned for the longest time, and then it seemed like he was immediately hired in like three hours. So, um, you know, it, it, he. Here's the one thing, though. He's a proven winner sure. at Boise State and uh, Arkansas State. And, you know, you got to give him a chance. I mean, Nick Saban's not from this – well, he's from West Virginia, but he's not really an SEC guy, and neither was Les Miles. And I know that's a bad comparison right now, but uh, – <laughs> especially Les Miles. But uh, uh, but you got to give him a chance, and, you know, we'll see how it works. Yeah. But he, but he overall was like – I don't know how he can go into family rooms – not knowing like the Southern culture and stuff like that. And, you know, that's all about relationships and building relationships and how he'll be able to do that. I think it was important that he kept Cadillac and hired Zach Etheridge. Uh, he was happy about that, those hires, keeping an Albert connection and stuff like that. And keeping Derek Mason in, in the FEC um, is a big deal. So uh, we'll see. Um, I'm holding out the best. Uh, I'm hoping the best for uh, Harson, but, you know, I did my, Schedule, schedule, prediction, and or game by game prediction, and I have a five and seven. So Auburn fans might not be happy with me right now. You have Auburn going five and seven, really? I do, I do. So okay, so losses to I guess the big four with Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and A and M, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have them losing to who Penn else? State. Penn State. In any of the Mississippi uh, schools? Ole Miss. Okay. Wow, and this was going to shock you, but Arkansas. How come? How come? Uh, how come Ole Miss and Arkansas specifically? All the other ones, I can. I, I, I think. I, get. I think. I think Ole Miss's offense is going to be really good. You know, they've just fired their offensive or their offensive line coach just now, which is kind of weird timing. I saw that. Yeah, when I, I went to the Auburn Wire and I, I saw an article on that. Yeah, yeah that that yeah, that is very kind of odd. Weird timing. <laughs> but um, it's, it's Lane Kiffin, so you don't know. I mean, they should have beat us last year. Um. We got we kind of got lucky with uh, you know a couple a call and kind of got lucky with the pass of Seth Williams, but you know, they 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 should be better in Kevin's second year. And Arkansas, if it's a full stadium, that's one of the hardest places I think Auburn has to play at. 
I mean, Razorback State has never been friendly for Auburn. And I remember back in the 90s and early 2000s, that was a place that I dreaded us going to because, sure. I mean, I mean, of course, they were much better back then. But right. the job that Pittman did last year, uh, if they can find a quarterback and a running back, I mean, they can be dangerous this year. And it just seemed like a trap game for me. Uh, so, you know, I, I hope I'm wrong, but... You know, I was, I'm, I'm more of a pessimistic man than I am optimistic sometimes. So Sure. Well, uh, we need that mix. But, yeah, I mean, you talk about where Auburn goes. I mean, they go to Penn State. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. at LSU, that's always been uh, ridiculous. Uh, then at well, Arkansas, I, I, and then at I A&M. Turned, so. I, just turned, I just turned 40 two weeks ago, and the last time we won at Ole Miss was, or at LSU was my freshman year here. Oh so, my God. yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. And then, and then at South Carolina for that last one. So yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody thinks like, okay, cool. This is, you know, the year where you get George and Alabama at home, but no, there's plenty mm-hmm. of tough road trips out there. Oh, absolutely. Especially at A&M, which Auburn's been lucky to, you know, beat them every time at Powell so far, but uh, we'll see if that continues. If Auburn loses, so they would start 2-0 and and then they would lose to Penn State, beat Georgia State. Mm-hmm. And then if they were to lose at LSU against Georgia, at Arkansas, against Ole Miss, and at Texas A&M all in a row, like, the fan base will have a meltdown. Like, that would be a terrible, awful situation. That is the worst-case scenario for Harson and the new staff is come in and not – and they already have the expectations high. And some I, I don't know if Auburn fans are expecting another first year like Malzahn had. Uh, but, you know, those ex- expectations are always high. And, you know, if they lose those games and it gets going badly, oh, that's just a rough start for a staff just starting out. I think I go back and forth between 7-5 and five and 8-4. and four. Um, I'm more okay. optimistic than you are, <laughs> which, is, which is fine. <laughs> we need that mix, but... I don't see I, I don't see the Arkansas and the Ole Miss. The Ole Miss, I get the argument for more than the Arkansas one. And I just yeah. feel like between Penn State, LSU, and Texas A&M, I just think they're, I don't think they're going to lose all of those. That's just kind of my okay. gut feeling. But that, that, that may not be the case. I mean, if they don't fix the offensive line issues, yeah. and Bo Nix just somehow can't grasp this offense, but I, I, I just, I mean, this is an absolute worst-case scenario. I mean, Texas A&M is a question mark again because Kellen after nine possible years, is gone finally. Yeah. They have to find a new quarterback. And, you know, they had their one season breakout last year. And we'll picture and how many people do that again. We don't know. Uh, Texas A&M is usually always disappoints when they're uh, hyped to high. So uh, maybe that will be a winnable game for us. As far as Arkansas, I'm just pulling. I had to pick up – I had to pick up an upset because, you know, like I said, it's always a hard place to play and there's a full capacity and stuff like that. And Bo Nix is struggle on the roads. I mean, look at South Carolina last year. Yeah. Will those continue? Uh, who knows? Yeah. And then especially though, after the whole joke among Auburn fans with like the, the Gus Malzahn beating Arkansas special, yeah. like that would just make it work. Like that'd be really bad for Harson. That would be a really that big would- deal. Yeah, it would. Yeah. It would. It would be really bad. Brian Stoltz joining us right here on Locked On Auburn. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track every single bit of it 
at betonline.ag. This week has tons of sport actions on the go. The NFL Draft, the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Of course, that is the first leg of the Triple Crown. Bet on the ponies, baby. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs including Major League Baseball, the National Basketball Association, the National Hockey League, and even your UFC and MMA action. So go to betonline.ag, sign up, and when you make your first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON, one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Stolz, you mentioned mentioned briefly... uh when we were kind of you were talking about some of your coverage on um, the Auburn Wire, uh, but you, you mentioned the wide receivers. I was surprised how the word I've used to describe it is clunky. How clunky the wide receivers looked at times mm-hmm. during a day. And I know it's a day. I know it doesn't matter. Yeah. They got plenty of time to to kind of get this system down. But I did expect a little bit more from them. You know who's really disappointed me? Uh, I thought he was going to be. You know, a breakout star last year was Cedric Jackson, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't know if he's been injured or stuff like that. But yeah, I think you know, he's got he an injury out, right now. Yeah. So I mean, I expect more of him. And Davion uh, Capers, is, mm-hmm. uh, he could be a big, big, big thing for Auburn. But he just don't have experience right now. And you know, like I forget who said it was a uh, Seth Williams who said they didn't really run routes uh, under Mal Johnson. I think they're trying to learn a new offensive system, and maybe that. As it's clunkiness in the A game, A day game. I mean, yeah, learning a new offensive system is not the easiest thing to do, um, especially under a limited amount of time. So, right. maybe that adds to uh, the clunkiness. Hopefully, and hopefully they can work it out, and you know, uh, Nick can gel with some of them and uh, find a you know connection with you know like he did with Williams. Right. the The guy I'm most intrigued by is Capers, and not necessarily his ability. But I'm excited to see how they use him because in, in <laughs> Gus's system, they just put these big wide receivers in the slot. I don't really think you see that in a lot of places. So I can't wait to see what Harson does with them because I the idea of having him and having um, having Elijah Canyon both on the outside, like from a size standpoint, that really yeah. creates an issue. Yeah, and that's what Auburn hasn't had in the past. I mean, they had Schwartz and Stowe who. You know, they're fast and stuff like that, but they're not mismatches when it comes to size. And that'd be a major asset that uh, Carson and maybe Nixon find uh, with uh, Capers and Canyon on the outside. So something I was told to bring up in our conversation, Ben Taylor, (laughs) I call him the radio legend, friend of the program, morning show host on Wings 94.3. Apparently the two of you guys played golf earlier in the week, and I was told to ask you... Um, what you thought of Ben's golf game? Ben can knock the holy crap out of the ball. I can say that. Uh, he's a pretty <laughs> good golfer. I think I think he shot 37 on the front nine, uh, but no one hits a better six iron than Brian Stoltz. 
I'm referring to myself in the third person here because I had to desert my six iron deserves that. I hit a six iron so well that if I could hit other clubs as well as that, I might be good. But, you know, I shot an 86, which wasn't bad. That's not bad. On Robert Craig Jones, which, you know, I took, I took, you know, about 13 years off from golfing from living in Manhattan and Chicago. So Uh I just got back, I just got back into it about four years ago. So, uh, um, but Ben, uh, his game's good. I mean, he uh, has a good short game. He can do a flop shot like I've never seen. Sure. Uh, his uh, drive, he he knocked the crap out of some balls yesterday that uh, I would never, ever be able to get close to, even a hit, if I hit a driver. So, And like he says, I hit from the wrong side of the ball. I'm a lefty. So, Oh, you're a lefty. Okay. All I, right. I am. I am. So, uh, but I. I love it, and uh, I love to play golf with Ben, and he's always awesome, fun, always fun to play with, and you know, he, he's very kind with the gimmies. <laughs> I will say that. So uh, maybe that's uh, when he gets into the vodka a little bit, but uh, uh, he's more friendly when he, you know, has a couple. But uh, uh, besides that, you know, uh, he's he's a very very golfer i would say sure no that's funny that that's why he wanted me to ask because he apparently killed it so <laughs> that makes sense that makes yeah, sense. yeah he killed it, he Brian, killed it but no one gets no one can hit a six iron like me even better <laughs> i love it brian thank you so much for your time man once again where can people find you on social media and where can people find all your content yeah you can find me at brian j stoltz uh on twitter brian j s-t-u-l-t-z and uh the auburn wires uh auburnwire.usatoday.com and you know, we try to pull at least five, six articles a week, or not a week. I'm sorry, a day. Sure, a day. I wish I do wish a week and a day, and uh, keep everyone up with uh, Auburn Tigers. Awesome, awesome. That's Brian Stoltz joining us. We'll be back tomorrow, right here on Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.